Hello and welcome to the True Self Podcast. I'm your host, Krista. Hope you guys had a wonderful week. Today, I am excited to continue on with week three of the Reset Your Life podcast series. I was thinking about what to cover this week, and I came across um, something that I had written down a long time ago of 10 things that I felt very deeply that can change your life. So I thought that it would be a perfect place to put it in this podcast series as we are all trying to basically reset our life and connect to our true self. So, you know, last week we talked about the observation of our thoughts and our actions and our words to identify that false self in our life, right? And identifying the false self is a really big first step, right? So if you can identify your false self or your ego, congratulations, you have already made it towards the the hardest thing that any of us will have to do. Because a lot of people, they just live their, their life day in and day out, and they don't even know that it's their false self or their ego that is causing them all of this emotional pain, this emotional, physical spiritual pain. And so uh, we talked about that. And then we also talked about how we all have these stories that we tell ourselves, right? And that's also the false self story. It's the, the biggest illusion of our life. These different stories that we tell ourselves and we put ourselves in these little boxes and we say, okay, we can't go beyond the box. We can't expand beyond the box because of this or that. And the false self will tell us that we can't go beyond that. So I hope that you had uh, some good exercises and insights from that process last week and, you know, making some baby steps towards those five areas that you want to see change in your life. So again, this week, we're going to go over 10 things that I believe can change your life if you really fully implement them. And let's get started. So the first thing that I write is that you have to forgive everyone and start with yourself. A lot of times when I have spoken to people, and I've also observed this in myself, is there is an underlying negative emotion or anger towards either themselves or other people. And what I always tell people is no matter what someone did to you or didn't do, or you did to yourself or you didn't do, you have to forgive yourself and you have to realize that we are all at some level living in our false self illusion, our ego illusion. And when you realize that people just like yourself are trapped in this pattern of the false self. You have to look at them from a different lens. You have to say, okay, I, I want to be compassionate towards this person because I understand that, you know, they're living out their illusions. They're not truly connected to who they really are. So therefore I should forgive them. And even if, like I said, in a previous podcast, if someone is spitting out hatred and jealousy and just like ugly stuff at you. You have to turn that 
anger and you have to like reflect it back. Like you're reflecting through a mirror and you have to look at it through the lens of complete compassion for that person. And a lot of times, you know, we are very, um, we're very hard on others, but we're even harder on ourselves. There were a lot of things in my journey that I had to forgive myself for because I was holding on to them in my fault self saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to forgive myself for these things. I, I, you know, I was wrong in these ways. I should have done that. I should have done this. And at the end of the day, you have to lovingly accept yourself for who you are, right? And realize that those faults, those perceived faults were not really faults at all, right? They were just the illusions of the fault self. So that's number one. Forgive, your, forgive everyone and start with yourself. Number two, learn to live in the present moment and start with your breath. So one of the main things that a lot of people have a difficult time on their spiritual journey in terms of getting stuck and progressing is that they fail to learn to live in the present moment. And, you know, Eckhart Tolle, this is like his main thing is living in the now. And every spiritual teacher that I have come across that is um, you know, someone that I really look up to, they all teach the same thing. It's about learning to live your ordinary moments in your full engagement of your being. And what happens when you learn to live in your present moment and you, you draw yourself back from the, the false self or the ego, uh, your thoughts become less, your emotions become or calm, peaceful, loving emotions, because you're connecting to that deeper part of yourself. And you just become a more peaceful being, a more joyful being, because you're not looking at the past, you're not looking towards the future, you are fully living in your present moment. And oftentimes, when I get off of the beaten path, right, and I start feeling bad, I have to remember myself uh, remind myself of this fundamental, and it is a fundamental, Krista, go back to your present moment, go back to your breath, right? Because we all start with the breath in the present moment. And if you just take a deep breath in, and then the deep breath out your mouth, so in through your nose, out through your mouth, it just centers you, right? And it centers you in this specific moment. And you're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. You are fully engaged in your present moment. And this is a game changer. So that is number two. Learn to live in the present moment and start with your breath. Number three, pour love into everything. Start by opening yourself up to receive love. This is a big one too. Because if we live in an open heart space where we are intentionally pouring love into everything we do, we start to see that people change, things in our life change because they are receptive to the energy of love. I really try to pour love into the words that I speak 
I really try to pour love into the actions that I, I, I take in life. And I'm not talking about love with conditions, saying that if you do this for me, then I'm going to pour love at you in this way. I'm talking about love without conditions, love without boundaries. And people just respond to it. A lot of times people don't expect it because they're used to living in the the heart space of the false self or the ego. But when you live in the heart space of the true self, of who we really are at our core, there is no limitation to the amount of love that we can pour into everything we do, everything we touch in life. And if you look at this from a higher level, like a big picture spiritual level, when we pour love into everything that we do, we are therefore affecting not only our immediate surroundings, but we are raising the vibration of our planet to that of love. And we're contributing to the collective. So number three, pour love into everything. No conditions there. And start by opening yourself up to receive love. This is also, uh, the, the second part of this is, is big because a lot of times we feel that we can give love to others, but we can't give it to ourselves, especially the old souls out there. Um, you know, those of us that are old souls tend to be uh, feeling feelings of unworthiness, uh, feeling feelings of isolation because we're different than others, you know, we don't have as many connections. Maybe we, you know, like to take long walks in the forest and we only have, you know, so many friends that you can count on your hand because you feel that people don't understand you or whatever. But getting back to the point, um, a lot of people will feel that unworthiness and not open themselves up to receive the love of God and receive the love of others. And the the first place to start is with ourselves, right? If we want to be in that place of pouring love into everything that we do, we have to give ourselves the love first. And it's a fundamental, just like the present moment. You have to say, I am worthy of this love. I open myself up to give and receive the love of God. And whenever we do that, we're completely opening up our heart space to the universal flow of unconditional love. So that's number three. Number four, surrender and let life flow. Start by asking the universe for your next step. A lot of times in life, we try to plan things out, you know, especially if, you know, if you you listen to my fault self um, categories, the different categories of the fault self, um, you know, the controller fault self will try to plan everything out and they have a difficult time with surrendering in life. It doesn't matter what fault self category you have, there is always a tendency for the fault self to try to control everything and to map out life, right? But there is a beauty 
in learning how to surrender to life and to let life flow. Uh, one of my favorite spiritual teachers is uh, Michael Singer. And he wrote a book called The Surrender Experiment. And in The Surrender Experiment, basically, he was able to get himself in a space where he was just going to surrender to life itself and see where that took him. And he committed to himself, no matter what happens, I'm just going to surrender and let life flow. And as you can expect, it yielded these amazing results in his life. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. Uh, and it shows you that when we surrender and, and we just say, you know, I'm just going to let life flow, we can let the universe give us our next steps. We don't have to plan out, right? And we can ask the universe if we're uncertain, what is our next step? So again, number four, surrender and let life flow and start by asking the universe for your next step. The next one, number five, is peace of service to others. Start by looking for opportunities to serve for the greater good, no matter how small. In my journey, I know that I am in my best self and I am in my connection to my true self when I am in a space where I am looking to be in service of others. And I found that when I look for opportunities to serve, no matter how, they, how, how small they are, and with the intention of I'm going to serve with no conditions, right? That there's no conditions. There's nothing in it for me. My, um, my heart space opens even wider, right? To receive and give that love of God. And they're all related. So when I say number five as be of service to others and start by looking for opportunities to serve for the greater good, no matter how small. It's a way of life. Um, by being of service to others, it's living your life in such a way that you are contributing, that you have community, you have a sense of purpose and looking for ways to serve for the greater good of all. Number six is take care of your body. Start by eating lots of fruits and veggies, water, and exercise. A lot of times we neglect the, the beauty of our body, of our human body and spirituality. And it's important for us to take care of our body and to give it what it needs, right? And these are very simple things. Um, for myself, you know, I started to eat more fruits and veggies. I eventually became a vegetarian, although I'm not saying that you need to become a vegetarian. You have to listen to what your body needs, right? Um, you, I started to drink a ton of water. Uh, a lot of uh, my lack of energy came from not drinking enough water. Uh, so I literally tripled the amount of water that I drank. And it's very grounding. And I also do daily exercise. 
Uh, and that gave me more energy and vitality just by the movement. Um, and, you know, if those of you that know me know that I'm not like some, you know, big, bulky, muscular woman, you know, um, I'm just, you know, doing nothing too crazy, 30 minutes a day, um, you know, like yoga, Pilates, bar, that kind of exercise. So you have to do something that you like. Um, and, you know, hiking could be that, uh, kayaking could be that, uh, you could like to lift weights. I don't know. Some people do, but whatever it is, move your body and give it exercise and treat it with care, treat it with love because that's what it craves. Number seven is meditate and or pray. Start with 10 minutes daily and work your way up. I know that I have said in this podcast many, many times, um, you know, trying to harp on meditation. And uh, when I talk to people and they're saying, I'm having a hard time, da, 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 I always say, are you meditating? And they'll usually say, well, no, I know I should be, but I don't have time or this, that, 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 that. And I know I should be. Of course, you know, you should be right. Um, meditation is so powerful. I can't, I just can't describe it to you how powerful it has been in my life. I saw my life completely shift when I started meditating. And meditation can mean a lot of different things for different people. Uh, you know, meditation could be walking on the beach for you. Meditation could be praying for you. Meditation for you could be reading scriptures. Um, meditation for me is just sitting, you know, um, and listening to uh, music and um, like uh, specific Hertz music or just sitting and do, you know, doing my breath. Meditation could be in your present moment. It is a space for us to connect to that greater part of ourselves in the universe. And what happens is meditation will assist us with connecting to that part of us and making that the dominant force in our life. So start small with anything and work your way up and just make it a priority. Uh, number eight, commit to growth and expansion and start by learning something that you are interested in. I know for me, uh, I read all the time. I'm always studying. Um, particularly, I'm very interested in uh, techniques for like energy healing um, or, you know, spiritual insights. And, um, but, you know, whatever you are interested in, whether that be, um, you know, something spiritual or maybe it's painting or maybe it is birds, I don't know. But commit to that growth and expansion. I know when I walk into like a library, I become like excited, you know, because there's so much knowledge there. There's so much to learn. And there's so many things about this universe that we just don't comprehend, right? We're just not there yet as a human species. Um, so when you commit yourself to being open and committed to growth and expansion, you you're, you're finding that excitement in life and you're growing and expanding and you're not stuck in the same spot. 
All right. So num- for number nine, it's find your bliss and bless your life with it daily. Start by incorporating your bliss into your life as much as possible. So when I say finding your bliss, there's there's usually something that all of us have um, that or something that we do or um, something that, uh, you know, some sort of action that we take that makes us feel blissful. I know from my husband, uh, it used to be, I don't know if it still is, is, you know, playing tennis. And that was his bliss. And when he was on that tennis court, you know, he was free. That was his meditation. That was his bliss. He enjoyed it to the core of his being, right? And um, for me, I would say that, you know, walking in a forest by myself is my bliss. But for everyone, you have a bliss and you know it. If you just kind of step back and you say, what gives me so much happiness? What is my bliss? And if it's gardening, garden. If it's meditating, meditate. If it's walking through a forest, walk through the forest as much as you can. And make it a priority in your life to do your bliss, to give yourself that love. And it goes back to giving yourself love. Um, And that's just a way of showing it. Number 10, remember we all struggle and there is a restart button. Start by pushing the button now. Man, this goes along with this podcast series. So, um, so good. You know, there are a lot of times in my spiritual journey where I feel like I'm, I'll take a leap forward and then I'll take two leaps back, right? And I'll regress and then I'll come back and then I'll regress. But every time I go through a regression and I feel like I'm moving backwards, I always know that there's a greater reason why I'm moving backwards. I know it's something that I have to learn. It's uh, something I have to um, move past, right? But I always remind myself that there is a reset button. And the reset button is there for all of us that we can just hit this button and we can say, you know what, these things work. I'm going to reset the energy. And just with the intention of resetting the energy and pulling yourself out of the hole, you can accomplish anything. You can get yourself out, right? You can um, work on these 10 things that I've, I've given you today to help you start the reset button. Because it's important for us to understand that we all struggle and we all I get caught up in the false self illusions. But at the end of the day, we are growing, we are expanding, we are seekers, and we're giving good energy into the world. And uh, start by pushing that button right now. So I hope that you guys found the the 10, um, 10 things that can change your life uh, beneficial. And I hope you have a beautiful and blessed week. Namaste.